So you're, you're talking about uh, you know, these goddamn third-party things, right? Yeah. So we, you know, we went to the Big Ten game, which is where I think all of this, the whole six started. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was fun. I mean, the drive up there kind of sucked because we drove in the at nighttime through the mountains, and <laughs> it wasn't like a peaceful drive. It was busy. Like, where the hell is everyone going? It's 10 o'clock at night. And we get to London, Kentucky. So my joke was, hey, we're in London and Indianapolis this weekend. <laughs> and uh, stop there, get going. It rains the entire way to Indianapolis. It took us through almost to Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, but the route that it, I chose took us through Louisville. Oh. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. We got there. But yeah. Indiana... They must just have a surplus of orange cones. Not barrels, cones. And row construction signs. But without work. Like, we're going down, I think it was 64, that's there? 46, whatever it is. I think it's 64, yeah. Okay. It says uh, road work area. Okay. Cone, 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 nothing. (laughs) What? Road work ahead. Cone, 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 cones, nothing. I mean, they took like a two-lane road down to one lane for a while, and there's there's legitimately nothing being done. The road's uh, not ripped up. There's uh, not a construction vehicle in sight. The road's just closed. Oh, man. I love okay. those spots. It's the whole damn road. Like, um, all right. And then even on the way back, um, it took us through West Virginia this time. So it took us... Uh, was it 70, no, whatever. 79. Well, we went through uh, Dayton and then went through like Xenia, Ohio. Yep. And all that, which, you know, I was, that's cool. It was pretty at least, you know, you get, you you get through Xenia, whatever, you get through Dayton, which is just whatever. And then you start seeing like hilly mountains and all that stuff. So that was kind of nice. And it was sunny. It was the first time we saw the sun all weekend. Like, I was texting you, it was like the typical Midwest, you know, gray, overcast stuff. But I'm not yep. used to that. So, but that was a lot of fun, man. I mean, uh... uh yeah, I mean, I would have to say, considering this is a, uh, a professional wrestling podcast, somewhat, uh, Big E would uh, yep. be the be the headliner, I feel like, here. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean... Okay, so one... Someone does it like the Big Ten needs to work on FanFest. It was fun, don't get me wrong. But they had one merchandise place, but it was like all for retro gear. And I'm like, Uh-oh. what? And then they had like Big Ten Championship game. All right, that's cool. But like, you couldn't just buy a Michigan shirt or an Iowa shirt. Just a plain Michigan or Iowa shirt. You couldn't buy that there. Oh, did you have to get like Eastern? Or Western Conference champion, whatever they fucking call those divisions uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I because we're like Big Ten championship game, but if I wanted just a block M hat, it wasn't available. I mean, maybe we're just used to like wrestling, <laughs> where you go and you have a Hulk Hogan with one finger on his up on his left hand, and another Hulk Hogan that has the right index finger up. You know, there's yeah. twenty bucks, buy two for fifty. Like, yeah, well, both. <laughs> There were like no booths with merchandise anywhere in 
in Indianapolis. Again, go to WrestleMania. What was it, like, in New Orleans? They had them, like, all over the place. Yeah, they were, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's like I didn't understand the lack of merchandise. I didn't even see any at the stadium. Huh. So, Weird. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we, we go back the second day. We went to Jack's Donuts when I texted you. That place was good. If we weren't so hungover on Sunday <laughs> and had a sports book. <laughs> did I tell I didn't tell you that part, did I? Uh, no. All right. So anyway, so I'll get to that in a second. Saturday, go back to FanFest. It's fun. Um, we actually got snuck in because they have that clear bag policy. I, I'm like, I'm I, totally who f- doesn't have that at this point? Yeah. Well, don't go to a convention center where they're handing out stuff and like thinking you got to bring a tiny-ass bag. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if I'm going to a sporting event, all right. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this, and I look at the lady. And I'm like, we were here yesterday, and no one bothered us. So we go by, and I ask the one kid who's like watching the doors. Security would be his profession. Um, other lockers. Can we just lock this up? Like, what are you uh. locking? Well, she's got her purse, and they won't let us in. He goes, they won't. I'm like, nope. It's too big and it's not clear. He goes, all right. I get in trouble for this, but just go in the door. I'm like, what? Just walk in the door. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. And we just walked in. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, we're trying to be all uh, stealthy, and I put my sweatshirt over her purse. Yeah. We get in there. There are three women, as soon as we walk in, with bigger bags than hers <laughs> with, that are not clear. That are suitcases. <laughs> yeah. And they weren't staff. And I looked at her I was like, don't worry about it anymore. And that one person said anything. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I hate that clear bags anyways. But. Yeah. I mean, I'm not completely surprised by that. I feel like if you can get by the, the person at the front that, yeah. you know, they're just going to be like, okay, whatever. Like, no one's paying attention at that point. No, and that, I, that kid was just like, stuck just going. <laughs> so, but we went back because they said Big E was going to be there. Well, WWE didn't promote he was going to be there at all. Big Ten didn't promote it at all. Big E said, hey, check me out at the Fan Fest. I was like, what? what? <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. So, uh, get there, and do you remember Dallas Clark, football player? Oh, yeah. He's from Iowa, so he was the first guy signing. Okay. So they had this, they had this like Discover booth set up, and they had like a Chad Henney locker, which again, I don't know if Chad Henney was there or not. They never said anything. And then they had a Dallas Clark uh, locker. Okay. So you know, ton of Iowa people, and then I'm like, I don't give a shit about Dallas Clark. No offense to the man, but you uh, ain't why I'm here. Yeah, I know more from the Colts than I do from uh, Iowa, so which is what everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So we see him. And like, All right, cool. He's here, and we're standing in line, and there's two lines, and I'm like, "All right, well, this is gonna take a while." And the guy goes, <laughs> the one guy who's running, it goes, "Hey, are you here for the merch, or are you here for like the helmet giveaway? You're here to meet Big E." I go, "I'm here to meet Big E." Like all offended. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, go on up. I was like, what? I was like, 
She goes, the next thing I know, you're on stage, like, hugging Biggie. And I'm like, yeah, I forgot you existed. I, I totally forgot you existed. But, dude, I, I walked up on stage. I looked at him. He looked at me. I was like, ah! He started doing the same thing back. Yeah, shook his hand, gave him a hug. Yeah, it was great. He, I mean, it's just like everything I said in my Instagram post, he was so nice. I, I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just really excited to meet you. So he's like, no, man, I'm, I'm feeding off your energy. And I go, so you sweating? And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> so when I put my arm around him for the picture, he was soaking wet. And he goes, I told you. <laughs> so then it was like, all right, lady took a bunch of pictures. I'm leaving. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. She's still on stage getting pictures with him. And, and she goes, we were supposed to get some together. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I just ran back up there. And on the way out, I just I just go, thanks again, man. Shake his hand. And I smack him on the shoulder. <laughs> and I immediately stop and go, I am so sorry. I was like, I'm just, he goes, he goes man, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, I hit a wrestler. <laughs> that's why i apologized in my post to him he actually liked the picture too by the way so that was kind of cool oh that's awesome yeah he, so, he, he didn't tell you that you needed to uh he didn't pull uh the mr white you needed to uh even if you slap me in your sleep you got to wake up and apologize yeah, yeah. Well, and then of course i asked him if he was coming back and he's like won't let me I'm like, no. I was like, really? He goes, they said it looks good, but they're not clearing me yet. I'm like, I'm like, don't make me sad. You're not coming back, are you? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Well, I, 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 go, I love you, man. That, that sucks. So it's been two years almost, right? Uh, oh, gosh. I It's got to be in that area. I don't have Wiki open right now, but I mean – it feels like forever. Like they they stopped doing that new day podcast, and uh, yep. it's it's yep. probably been longer than two years. Sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, I mean they stopped that, and they're stopping after the bell as well. So I don't know if that if there's some change going on there or not. Why they're doing that stuff, but um, yeah. So after that, we like went out, and that's where my cousins were at the bar around the corner. And I was like, oh, my God. All right. So I hadn't seen them in five years. And they were just buying pitcher after pitcher. And it was like 3, 4 o'clock. They had been there since 10 in the morning. Oh. I was like, oh, uh-huh. So that was a nice surprise. Game was fine. Lucas Oil is a nice stadium. Um, they got to change their sound system out, though. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. That's one of those ones where I've walked around it on two different occasions, but I have not actually – been in that uh, stadium at all inside's very nice as you would expect it's not that old uh yeah but and we sat in like 603 something like that so we were like in the top deck oh uh-huh per- perfect seats perfect i mean it's got the angles down now you see oh. i mean we're in the middle so we saw everything <laughs> and everything's unobstructed it doesn't feel like we were in dallas and we were in the 300s, and it felt like we might as well in the 3000s. Everything was easy to follow. See, it was just hard to hear. That sound system oh. is trash. 
So it needs to go. It, that's mine. Speakers at home are better. <laughs> but then we stayed out till three in the morning, and then ended up at a sports book in the morning. I didn't know what a sports book was. Yeah, so we're sitting there eating burgers. I mean, I, I, I guess what's there to know? It's like a place to bet, right? Like, I mean, it's... I didn't know that. <laughs> I had no idea what a sports book was. Okay, I, I thought it was just a sports bar. <laughs> As I'm going in, I hold the door for a guy who has a nub for a bottom jaw and said something to me. I got no fucking clue what he was telling me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, let's just eat and get out of here. There are people just randomly yelling. And I'm like, is there, gonna, is there a fight breaking out in here? Like, no, he's just yelling at the TV. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, All right, let's just go. So... And I just kind of spent the rest of the day trying to wake up <laughs> to fall asleep at 9 o'clock. Which I'm glad we did it that way instead of trying to drive back. I would, there's no way we would have made it. Oh, yeah. That's – it's – Yeah. My, my drive radius has expanded due to uh, trash airports. Or, well, I yes. shouldn't say trash airports. Trash Service. airlines. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's still a, a, a pretty solid drive there. Yeah, made it back. Made it back on Monday, which was fine. You know, I had Tuesday off, whatever else. But being hungover like that, and like not even like a, I'm sick or a pounding headache hungover, just a I've gotten four hours of sleep, like good sleep in the last three days. <laughs> so it's probably why I ended up getting this cold flu, whatever this this thing is. So, just wore my ass down. Uh, yeah, funny what travel does. Yeah, especially staying in a hotel that I'm not sure what it used to be before in London. Yeah. But, yeah, but no, the uh, the biggie stuff, I mean, besides Michigan win three in a row, that's, you know, obviously awesome. Um, why I was there. Seeing my cousins, that was a really nice surprise. And then, the, the obviously, biggie. Uh, Indy was a Indy was a nice city. The whole uh, you've been there. Yep. The circle, the monument circle. Yep. World That's War cool. One uh, memorial yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I just like the old buildings, like you know, the way everything's set up with the circles and all that stuff. I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, they do have their city design is similar to uh, uh, Detroit there, with where it's more yeah. of a uh, yeah. instead of being a uh, grid it's uh, a wheel kind of with spokes so yeah the the city grid's a little a little weird but yeah i mean you can tell that indianapolis has uh been a major city for a, a while at this point yeah i didn't i didn't realize how big it was you know it's indiana oh. <laughs> you know you know what i mean it's like ohio you have cleveland cincinnati now Columbus, you know Columbus is making its name and uh, oh you know, well, capital, but and, and that's why I was kind of mentioning the old like Columbus is kind of old, but as far as being a big city, like it's like the last fifteen twenty years or whatever, like pretty much the time period I've lived here. Yeah, same with Charlotte. <clears throat> so they show like nineteen seventy nine, and I honestly think three fourths of the buildings that are high rises now aren't there. There's grass everywhere. I was like, "Oh wow, damn it! This is like a rural, rural place." Whew, I was. I guess where we we have a house. It was the bad section of town, which is hilarious. 
to have them say that, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know what we want to talk about in wrestling. Uh, the NXT show, did you watch it live? Uh, uh, yes, I, I watched Deadline live. Uh, that, that, that to me, I guess, would be the headliner. I mean, there's a lot of territory since we did not uh, do any recording on Thursday. Not that we're going to rehash Dynamite and or NXT itself. Yeah, well, no, no. I, yeah, it's a deadline. I don't... AEW's whatever, so... <laughs> so you're saying we're not getting to Collision uh, during this show? Is what I'm I hearing. haven't watched Collision since college football started. I have no idea what's going on in that show. So now maybe I'll start watching it, but last, like this weekend, why would I? I mean, you have Army-Navy was on, then the MLS Cup we were oh, talking about. Dear Lord, that's how much you like football? You watched that terrible thing? Um, no. I was going to say, I turned it off because the MLS Cup was on. <laughs> and then I was able to turn it back on because the MLS Cup was over to see Army not understand that you don't give a guy a 10-yard cushion when they need to go downfield. I mean, Navy just dumps the ball off 15 yards, dumps the ball off. And Gary Danielson, rightfully, is losing his mind. Play on them. Like, they're not going to get behind you. I mean, no offense to our armed services kids, but... What, you mean there's uh, there's no one with a 4-4 time or sub-4-4 time on... Yeah, the... if he is, he's probably on the Army track team, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's just like... Okay, but I like the pageantry of it. Uh, I, like, I like the meaning of it. Like, you know, it's... You know, our armed forces, and my grandfather being in the army, her brother being in the army, it's like, yeah, we're an army family on this one. So at least I have a rooting interest. No. So it's it's fine, but especially because I think they both play the option now. It's like, oh my god. Oh. Which I, just, I understand why. You didn't tell me that it was even more unwatchable than it used to be. <laughs> they, the, well, see, all right, in a in a sick way, it's. Fun to watch because it's like, all right, option, 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 run, 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 run. He throws a 50-yard pass. You're like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. He throws a 10-yard pass that goes 50 yards. And it's like, wait, <laughs> okay. So, oh. yeah, they take that stuff. I mean, it's taken very seriously. I mean, guys get fired for it. So, uh, Oh, yeah, I mean, yep. yep, that's still a job. And you can yes. still get still get fired from it. Yeah. So Yeah, I watched MLS Cup and then deadline was on. So yeah, I it didn't even occur to me to watch collision. Oh um, I watched it way after the fact. I, yesterday? Yeah, I watched oh, it wow. in, I, I watched it instead of Raw and then watched Raw today. Yeah, well I've also been sick, so I've caught up at least 10, 11 movies that I needed to watch or wanted to. Some I shouldn't have, but... Uh, yeah, well, I know that I'll get to something uh, with Shahid on uh, on Thursday's podcast here, uh, one of his suggestions, so... Uh, did he tell you to go see Godzilla? Uh, no, uh, Blue-Eyed oh. Samurai on Netflix is fucking Ooh, awesome. Right. Oh, was that... Anime or? Uh, yes. Okay. 
Although I, I don't know if it's a Netflix original, but yeah, the the artwork is just out of this world. Well, I can give you a suggestion to not watch something. That's the new Indiana Jones. Oh. Um, oof. Nothing like seeing an awesome, cool action hero elderly. And him not even being, like, the hero of the movie. Oh, for the second consecutive movie? It's just, he's just broken down, mentally and physically, because he's older. And he has these little rare glimpses. He shows his intellect still, right? Gets the adventure stuff finally. And it's just, whatever. You, you just knew. Uh, That's why I didn't go see it. Uh, yeah, purposely did not see that one in the theaters. Nope. Uh, knew that that was going to be. I'm watching this for free, relatively yeah. speaking. Yeah, but I, I I saw some enjoyable stuff. That's for sure. So I'll wait. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Deadline. I don't know the show. Maybe you know, again, being kind of fuzzy headed. I liked it. But it didn't like it wasn't something I was like, oh, I gotta make sure and catch that again. Like there were certain oh. moments of it I thought were really pretty cool, like the uh, the men's Iron Survivor. Oh, so, okay. Trick has no pinfalls at all. He's getting pinned left and right in this thing, and I'm like. Shawn Michaels just telling the crowd to fuck off. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then all night they're arguing. Vic and Booker are arguing. Is it better to come in early or go in late? And I was always kind of like, wouldn't it be better to go in early? Because you can pin the other guy as much as you want. Like, you Yeah, know, it gives you more time to, to accumulate pinfalls. Yeah. It's like hit the guy in the head with a chair, go in the penalty box for a minute and a half, come back out. And just pin him like six times. <laughs> I mean, unless I don't understand the rules, he couldn't do that. But, um, but then I was thinking, well, maybe coming in later is better, and that's what Braun Breaker does. <laughs> he annihilates everybody three straight pins. He's in the lead, and I was like, oh, he looked like a badass when he came in. Like everyone sold for him so well. I was like, good lord. Alright. They gave you the tease of Tyler Bate tying it. Oh, and yep. Trick still has no pins at all. And you could tell that crowd was getting antsy. Like, we came we came like for Trick Williams. We came to see Trick win this. We haven't even given him one fall. And in that, what was it, the last minute and a half he scores all four uh yeah like i the the layout of both of the iron survivor matches to me i just thought was really impeccable like they did a great job of keeping your interest uh you know they had moments like that where i'm like holy sh just because um Earlier in the night, I, I'm trying to remember who won the women's. Uh, uh, Blair Davenport. Oh, yeah. So, not that I thought that she definitely wouldn't. Like, if I was ranking them, I probably would have put her on 
slightly more probable list. But I did kind of figure, I'm like, they're giving this to Tiffany, right? That's, yes. So I, I, I wouldn't have had Blair Davenport as his number one on my call sheet at a minimum. Uh, so I was just like, Hold on, are they going to do something funky here and have Tyler Bate win this thing? Like That's when what he, I was thinking too. It, when he got that or got that close pinfall to almost tie up with Braun, I'm like, oh wow, are they really going to go this route? And I, I guess that was one of the reasons why I just thought that that match was just so well laid out because it, they even made the pinfalls like tricks, quick pinfalls reasonable you know like that's the other thing that kind of works in their favor in that match like i I don't know how many times over the years we've complained about oh we have you know a race the clock match and someone that would normally still not go that long but still be pinned in you know under five minutes like there's no reason that they should be getting pinned in 45 seconds and this one's the just the setup of the match makes more sense. Where even if you get a couple of breaks in the penalty box, you should be pretty worn out by the twenty-five minute mark. Yeah, you know, even if you're the last person in, you still have. Is it a full ten minutes? Because what is I, it? I could never figure it out. I I. I I always it, try to figure out the math. And, yeah, I know that's definitely a 25-minute total match. So, uh... No, five minutes then, right? Because two of them are in the ring already. Then you have three more. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then that makes sense. Right. Yeah, start Yeah, start with the two, and then it's a release every five minutes. And then, yeah, the last person has ten minutes. And, I, yeah, you should... Like, even the person that's been in there, just simply because you have four other people in the ring with you, like, you're going to get hit. Like, there's, you know, there's no way around it. So, yeah, like, the pinfalls that Trick did achieve, end up achieving, it's just like, oh, yeah, this kind of makes sense. Like, it is, to me, the opposite of what happens in those count beat the clock matches. Yes. And I don't know if the end was a goof or not. But I really liked Trick scoring the final pinfall with with time left. Oh, that I really liked that. Not you know four you know, four seconds left and he gets it at the very last second, right? Yeah, it was. He still had what nine seven seconds left or something like that. Like, uh, yeah, it was. Cl- you know, you, it, it was clearly on the down slope. Of, you know, like the match was close to ending, but you're right. Like there's so many times where it's just, you're almost like, ugh, they're going to start this fall at four seconds and then people are going to be counting along with, you know, yep. both counts. And you're just like, guys, like, can someone please like just not do it then? And yeah, getting a pinfall with like 10 seconds to go, you're like, oh, this is a, a, a nice change of events. Like, there's still, you know, maybe a little window for someone to get a pinfall, but for the most part, it's done. You know? And, yeah. But yeah. still just an inkling enough. With like seven seconds or ten seconds, whatever it was, just enough to where something goofy could happen. Yeah. And that's why I like that. 
So, I mean, if it was like five seconds, like two seconds left, all right, it's still kind of what I was saying, like, eh. But, like, it gave you a, you know, it's WWE. They, I mean, LA Knight had money in the bank one, and then Damian Priest knocks him off. So, it's like, all right, you, you can still, the favorites don't always win. So. Yeah, and the favorite, the favorite did, did win in this one. Uh, yeah, and we had talked for ages about Carmelo Hayes being super talented, you know, no way around it, talk, look, everything, he's just short, and then Vince McMahon's WWE, that ain't gonna cut it. Vince is gone, and Triple H's WWE, Carmelo be alright. But Trick's the bigger star. <laughs> that place has never gone crazy for Camelo Hayes the way they went crazy for Trick Williams. And I know it's not the same building. Don't get me wrong. Oh, right. But that place went bananas when he won. He's tall. He can talk. He's got a look. Carmelo can talk. He's got talent. He's got a look. He's just not as tall. So it's pretty wild to me that the guy who was doing goofy ass boxing glove matches, yeah. you know, yeah. can all of a sudden, it, it, it kind of shows you that anybody can be made into something. You know, and obviously he's probably putting in work. I'm not going to discredit that. <laughs> well, but, yeah. I mean, I. I do think that that might be one of the the larger aspects of it. Like, I I don't know if that was just him kind of warming up to the situation, or they felt like that was a good way to start him out. Uh, trick, I, you know, w- w- without knowing uh, all all of the inner workings, it does uh, make a bit of sense that yeah, like. At least for looks, well, I do think that he's started to look better. Like, the man has trimmed up in the meantime. Not that he was ever, you know, out of shape. But, yeah, Trick has really blossomed into something. And I I do think that, it, yeah, they just started giving him more time with Carmelo himself, honestly. Right. Yep. So, I guess it did kind of start in those barbershop type uh skits where he just started talking and you're like, Oh Yep. You mean I this guy can too. talk too? <laughs> yeah, they haven't done those in a long time. That sucks. I guess he's not the champ either anymore, so I guess maybe he's not going there to discuss champ business. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but I, I just thought those were because we we talked about those were unique. You yeah. don't see that you don't see that sort of stuff. So like well, so, I mean, the, neither of them have had a promo in the past month, I feel like. Or backstage. Backstage. Yeah, like, they've just been talking in the locker room. And it's yeah. just like, they haven't, maybe there's been one or two, like, interviewer, you know, backstage correspondent ones, but not many. This is off topic, but it has something to do with wrestling and NXT. So they laid off Mackenzie Mitchell. And no offense to this new interview person. They let go of Mackenzie Mitchell 
Did they have no one waiting in the wings? This new girl, she's new, and I'm not going to say, you know, it's a disaster. Because we're just talking about how Trick, you know, turned in from boxing glove guy to this. You let go of Mackenzie Mitchell. Big Joseph's wife, by the way. Oh. No one waiting? Like, this Did... poor girl looks shell-shocked. Hold on, that's... That was the backstage interviewer, right? Yes, the blonde, the blonde girl. Wow. Yeah. I loved her. Like, I, I guess I don't know why you let go of her. I, they were talking about redundancies because of Endeavor, and it's like, uh, clearly not. So, you know, and I, I'm not rooting for anyone to get fired, obviously, but it's like, um, there we go, um. On Raw, we've got goddamn who calls Raw now? Michael Cole and Corey. I almost said Corey Feldman. No, it's uh, Wade Barrett. Uh, is yeah. on Raw. I, I stopped myself one because I knew it wasn't Corey Graves, but also I knew it wasn't Corey Feldman. Although Corey Feldman is opening for Limp Biscuit on tour this summer. <laughs> That's Limp Biscuit. I, I guess they're like we're not supposed to still be around, so fuck it. Here we go. Anyways. You know, you got those two. Yeah. Uh, Byron Saxon's doing backstage stuff. Somebody else is doing backstage stuff. And it's like, that's a redundancy. But, whatever. Hey, so, well, I, I guess I do like that because it that's one of those few, I, I feel like, sportsy analogies that works for me is that, yeah, are there people that cross over and do multiple shows or, you know, but there aren't that many of the same really that do that you yeah. know like i i know that i'm thinking kirk herb street off the hop just because he mostly does the college but uh amazon paid him a poop ton of money to announce yep. the nfl uh you know like there are a handful of people but I, yeah i don't know why well yeah i don't know maybe the other woman will somehow become better than mackenzie mitchell but i really exactly. doubt that I'm trying to think of the interactions that she had earlier this year. Like, I was dying for some of them. Well, she was a Mean Gene Okerlund type in a way. She didn't take the wrestler's shit. Uh, yes, that so is what I liked about she her. Like, she'd give him a look like, the hell with you. You know, or, or leave. Yeah, and that's what it was. Like, that, that was what uh, got me. Like, I'm trying to remember who... It was that was acting delusional, and she just kept on going. Oh my god! All like this is still happening. Like I've explained this multiple times to you, and what I I, I am completely blanking on who that was that was acting delusional. Yeah, I can't remember either. But those segments were the ones to me for her that I'm like, oh my god! Like I want to see her all the time. Yeah, and it's like, all right, that's. Yeah. So, anyways, that that, that stood uh, out to me. Um, yeah, she she kind of. I don't remember her at the uh, PLE here, but uh, I do remember seeing her on the uh, regular show, yeah. and that was a little jarring. I'm like, what the hell happened to Mackenzie here? Yeah. So, anyway, so back to the show. Um, the cage match didn't work for me with the women. I guess we kind of worked backwards without going to the main event. 
because um, uh, why? Am I, oh, it was Roxanne and uh, Kiana James. Yeah, with that blonde girl. Was that? Were we supposed to know who the hell that was? I that was the biggest problem with that match because they're like, oh yeah, they've been hanging out backstage, and I'm like, not really. I think she said one thing to her in the locker room. Uh, I think. Yeah, there was some interaction, but it's been so minimal that I'm just like, yeah, I I, I was never going to remember this. I was never going to think about this, guys. Like, yeah. So, well, the big thing is they finally got rid of that stupid escape this cage rule. Because a, a, a oh. cage match that you can open the door makes no sense, right? Yes. But they did it anyways. She was like, I had enough of this. I'm out of here. And they opened the cage door. How about the referee just go, uh, no? And, like, have it locked. Remember, it used to be the dramatic locking of the door. Yeah. But instead, they still open it. And all that, all that, like, Roxanne correctly goes over to close the door because the referees don't understand how to close the door. <laughs> Gets hit by a mystery woman. The end. It's like, huh? uh, yeah. I was, uh, I like. I don't even remember if Kiana hit a, uh, you know, a finisher on her before making that pinfall, or she just. I think her. so. I was just kind of flabbergasted with the, the way the logic fell apart at the end. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that that to me was the big problem. The, I liked the match for the most part, but the end was not good. Yeah, it's like the two of them were fine. Uh, obviously, Roxanne's good. So uh, yeah, sure. and I mean, I think Kiana's. Yeah, I think she's holding up her end of the bargain these days. Yeah, and uh, has continued to you know be an NXT for NXT reasons. You're supposed to develop there, right? Yeah. Oh, so, so one thing we forgot about the men's, uh, Eddie Dennis inter- interrupting. <laughs> Eddie Dennis. Like, uh, what's his uh, what's his actual name? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I actually thought uh, it, 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 it's still Eddie, and um, um, I, I have been just trashed the last couple of uh, weeks on this podcast. Thorpe? Yeah, Eddie, Eddie Thorpe. Thorpe. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the knock on him was always he was good in the ring, doesn't have much charisma, and that's true. So when he came out, I was like, why is he out here? And I forgot him and Dijak were feuding. Like, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, they like that was one thing. Like, even Dijak and Josh Brooks going at it, that was fun. And then oh. doing the dueling moonsaults for no reason. <laughs> You know, that's fun. Like, they're finally letting Josh Brooks do his thing. So, oh, wait a minute. Briggs. Thank you. Josh Briggs, not Brooks. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> well, both of us are trash with names, so well, people can just yell yell silently at their podcast devices. Yeah. I've had a headache for a week. <laughs> Today's the first day I not pounding, so that's kind of nice. But, uh... Sorry, my brain's just firing overtime, I guess, but... Um. Yeah, like everyone in that match had you know something to look forward to, and I also forgot Tyler Bate wasn't going to win because Pete Dunn 
you know, with the few pretty deadly they're trying to put through, he said he knew somebody to call. It's got to be Tyler Bate. Uh-oh. Because Trent Seven just signed with uh, TNA. Yes. Yes, he Which, did. Which, by the way, I thought he signed with AEW. Oh. Remember he showed up and they said he signed. Trent Seven is all elite. Oh, okay. Did not remember that. Oh. Maybe that's why. Yeah. So, is a 30-day 30, yeah, 30, 30 contract. Could be. And then Trent Seven's still saying, I know you guys are all getting in shape. I'm not. So. <laughs> yep. Oh, not man. a me. So. Yep. It's a good yep. thing uh, when you have uh, charisma to uh, to burn. Very true. Yeah, that's well. I mean, look at some of the big wrestlers of our time. That's how they got. That's how they got through. Limited in the ring. Yeah. You know, but they knew how to tell the story. So, <laughs> you know, but uh, what else? What do we? I mean, obviously, besides the main event, what else? Well, we did not really. I, I I mentioned that the women's Iron Survivor was uh, well laid out, but we didn't really talk that much about. Uh, Miss Davenport's uh, big W uh, on this uh, on this yeah. night. Well, I'm a big Blair Davenport fan, so yeah, I'm, I was happy she won. I didn't see it coming. It really did feel like t- like uh... <sighs> old Tiffy time. It's yeah. not Tiffany Statlander. Jeez. You you are uh, overtaking me for ter- terrible names oh, in two companies. <laughs> well, because I know we're not really going to talk about AEW, but Chris Statlander has really been pretty awesome since coming back. So that's just something a positive of AEW that hasn't been mentioned. But uh, Tiffany Stratton, yes, I agree with you. Seem to be the odds-on favorite, and maybe that's why they did this instead. Uh, yeah, just because, what, Blair had been off TV until fairly recently? Uh, didn't Roxanne Perez beat her, right? And then she kind of disappeared oh, for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, Roxanne Perez got revenge on her, and so she she took a little time to herself and then came back just in time for this tournament. So that was one where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not really expecting this woman to, uh, to win this thing, but yeah, I'm in your boat. Like I enjoy her, uh, quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, more Blavin, more Blair Davenport. Uh, I am, uh, I'm good with this because I'm trying to look, uh, I, uh, wanted to look at the numbers here. Oh yeah. That was the one thing about this match actually is that I like that Davenport won I kind of knew that both uh, Kalani Jordan and uh, uh, Lash Legend were not going to win this thing. Oh, yeah, I knew they were winning. There was no chance. But I also thought that uh, they had their best matches in the WWE at this particular event. Well, Lash Legend is actually, like, finally healed up. 
So maybe she's oh. like finally getting to wrestle again, you know? Oh, train all that. It, so it, it probably helps. You know what? Uh, it, it it probably doesn't need the help of this podcast whatsoever at this point. But uh, her uh, slamming Otis on last week's NXT yes. is worth mentioning while we're while we're uh, <laughs> talking up Lash Legend right now, because which is where I was going with that is <laughs> they gave her the Otis body slam spot. No, oh. I mean it's not something to like, be taken lightly. No pun intended at all. <laughs> so you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I guess that's just another one of those ones where I watched that match and I'm just like, that was one where I'm like, holy shit, this women's division in the WWE is just so loaded still. I It is wild that they reloaded and it's just like, oh, no, we probably have some even better ones in the pipeline don't mind us like we're (laughs) the thing is okay so the tag team titles for the women right now and rightfully so there should only be one are always being contested on raw and smackdown where you have all you know you got all of these women in nxt that could be tagging up and giving you more opportunity for title defenses. Oh. You know? I mean, I know it's more of a burden on tra- well, travel for, like, Chelsea and uh, Piper, but damn. I mean, you know? You uh, make the title so. And I was going to say, go didn't around. they pop into NXT once already during this yes, reign? Once. Like, they... I, yeah, those two have been putting in some work, and I'm, that's one of those things that, uh, well, yeah, I'm happy that uh, not a super team has the championships at this because they were even doing that with the women where it's just like you can't have a division when the super team runs it. True. Well, I I liked when Becky the Becky, oh God, Bailey and Sasha were the champions because they 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 were the ones that wanted to go all over and then you know they took them off of them like okay and then NXT created their own. It's like why already. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they, they have a bunch of women down there. I don't know if their problem is, is that, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't feel like they develop the women in the tag teams as much as they have with the, the men over the years. Like I, I hadn't really thought about it too hard until we, we just stumbled into this topic. That's fair. Yeah. I, well, actually, I think with Chelsea and Piper being together, um, I th- believe Chelsea's gotten more of a chance to shine. I think Piper has inc- uh, increased her look, I will say. And I know these yeah. aren't NXT wrestlers. But, like, not look. What am I worried about? Stock? Like, she's changed the way she looks, her outfits, her attitude. You know, like, when she talks, it's different now. So, at least, like, this it's- has actually been... You know, go ahead, finish up there. Like kind of, like kind of blossoming in her own way. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I I agree with you. Like it's been one of those things where she hasn't said a lot, 
but it's funny how much that's helped her character. You know, like she's, she just kind of goes along with it and Chelsea throws most of the barbs, but then every now and again, she's just gone like, Hey, yeah, I'm doing the heavy lifting here. You um, know, to like shut down Chelsea every now and again. It's just like, yeah. like I love that she's being that that prickly with her own teammate, but they're still getting along uh, just because of how that dynamic works. Yeah. Well, also got to remember, Piper Nivens also when I told told uh, Chelsea Green, I'm going to be your partner. <laughs> like, yeah. What? I'm your partner now. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> but. Yeah, well, yeah, like for, for the tag team for the women. I mean, I guess maybe like where the hell are uh kind of got off NXT for a second, but where's Alba Fire and uh, Isla know. Dawn? Yeah, uh, they popped back up uh, after Piper and Chelsea won the championships, and then right. they disappeared uh, again fairly quickly. Yeah, I need more Isla Dawn on the TV. So, chop, chop. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because what was? Uh, oh my God, that wasn't their last appearance, was it? I, Halloween Havoc. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I don't remember being on again. I mean, it's yeah. Maybe it's been a little bit longer than I'm uh, thinking of <laughs> now. Now that that. Yeah. That thought no hits. offense to Tegan and uh, Natty. Peace out. Uh, I mean, let's get somebody new on. So, the, well, those two just need to give me a reason to be together. You know, like Tegan's been around long enough where it's just like you can't be going. Oh yeah, Natalia's teaching the newcomer. <laughs> who's, like, been in the system for, like, five years now. Yeah, but then who keeps getting hurt, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that that is her biggest problem. But, like, I don't feel like they have any type of backstory, you know what I mean? Like, they kind of helped each other out, but they haven't really been given a, you know, uh, too many feature segment. Not that feature segment is probably, it always sounds too long that it's, than I'm thinking in my head. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I just needed a, a a little bit more of why they continue to tag together rather than just being singles wrestlers. To me, I, I guess Natalia works better to me in the tag team division at this point to be a mentor to someone. I Whatever. The WWE's done it before, like, even though someone's been in wrestling for Lord only knows how long. So... I do it with Tegan, you know, I don't, I, I guess I don't care. Like run with the story. She hasn't been on WWE TV that much. So you could probably run the story anyway and just commit to it, but they haven't. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. So back to the women's match. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was the first one of the night, right? No. First match was Dominic, Dominic and Dragon Lee. That was second match. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. I actually got fuzzed out on this one. I don't remember a lot about this match other than who won. So I'm trying to think, did I actually see this? Because <laughs> I remember getting pretty tired for a while and waking up. I think I only saw the winner. 
And then Lyle Valkyra show up, and then Cora Jade return to hit her from behind. Yeah. And Blair Davenport's like, oh, not my problem. Like, <laughs> Cora Jade's holding the title up, and it's like, yeah, it is your problem because she's trying to get in the way. Like, yeah, I thought that was a bad way of reintroducing Cora Jade, by the way. But uh, yeah, th- well, like you said, like it kind of makes Lyra a double target, and it's just like, eh. like the three ways end up kind of muddling things a little bit. Uh, when you have, I guess, when you have more developing characters like they have with the three of them, I I think it helps to draw battle lines better with a two person two. It really does, match. yes, yeah. It's like, you know, we don't, I hate to say like that, that sort of gen- generalization, but it's like, we don't want another triple threat. Like, can we just have one-on-one matches? Because those have generally been pretty good. So, you know, and this, it, it streamlines yeah. the story. So. Yeah. And especially because Cora Jade literally has no uh, hold to get a title shot. She's been gone for like a year, or however long it's been. <laughs> it's so, probably been a uh, longer than uh, lo- longer than I think. Yeah, I mean, because by the console, and Tatum Paxley has an entirely new look. <laughs> oh my There's gosh! But, I, I I almost didn't notice her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because uh, what? Who did? Did she have to? Yeah, she did the job for someone. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. And just just got crushed. A four month absence. Wow. Re- returned at uh, deadline. Well, I mean, not even being this way, we know why she was gone. Was uh, what? Pretty obvious. Has a smile on her face, as they say. So. Uh, yeah that that became pretty obvious uh, to anyone yeah. that uh, may follow her Instagram. Oh. The, e- oh, even okay. earlier than, or even earlier than now, um, and uh, yeah, you're like, oh, okay, well, that at least accounts for I don't know how much time. I I, I feel like it's usually a little less than four months, but hey, whatever. I haven't really paid that much attention recently. Yeah. I guess it, it it used to be such a common thing in professional wrestling that. I, I kind of felt like I knew the time period back then, but now that you know, I, I I guess I don't feel like I see it as much these days. And usually, it's not quite that obvious. So yeah, yeah, I was trying to think like yeah. Well, Tiffany Stratton was one that was very obvious. I mean, some women just aren't, like, she had a gymnast body, and you don't see some banger boobs on gymnasts, you know? So, when they come in with naturals and they come back with something else, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. So, and it's nothing to be ashamed of either. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> yep, that's, uh, that's your decision. Uh, you ain't getting no complaints. Yep, so. that, uh, that, is, that is not up to me and you. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, it, 
I don't I don't like it from a storyline. Yeah, ha, I I agree with you. I don't like the way Cora returned. Uh because yeah, I mean Blair was supposed to be next in line and I don't Exactly. And a heel versus heel matchup isn't always that great either. <laughs> you know, so. it, wouldn't it have made more sense for her to cost Roxanne Perez the match? Because they never really finished that feud because she she left or got hurt or something like that. Um, Roxanne got her win back. Did she? Right. Yeah, it was that long ago. You know, so. Yeah, I I mean they could have gone for uh, a, a trilogy. I because I th- do think that it was only the two matches. So I think I, I'd have to check to be sure, but I do think that there's wiggle room in there to uh, go with that story. Uh, anyways, yeah, you're gonna have to carry the women's one because the more I'm thinking about it, the more I, I don't think uh, I watched this. Yeah, well, I, I think I've talked about it already. Like I said, Kalani uh, Jordan and. Lash Legend to me shined like the those those two were great. Knew they weren't going to win, but you know what? Again, like that's one of those. Hey, that's why I think the women's division again in NXT is awesome. Like it, you're just like holy smokes. There's all this potential, and then you have Nikita Lyons coming back. That's right. Um. I don't know how far along uh, Sol Ruka is in coming back, but uh, I would think she wouldn't be that far behind Nikita Lyons in the recovery department here, maybe by WrestleMania or so at the latest, I would think. For her to be back, like, that division is wild again. <clears throat> so, uh yeah. I forgot about Saul Ruka, actually. And I, I think hers sounded far more serious than Nikita's did. Uh, but I think they both sounded pretty bad. So. Yeah, well, and I don't know how long Nikita's been gone, because I feel like that's been the... Well, I mean, I guess Wiki didn't fail me with Cora Jade, so let's... Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, so... Let's, uh, let, let's see if we can uh, get this uh, solved here. All right, so while you're doing that, I'll tackle the first match then. Um, Ray and Dragon Lee, it's just it's just time to finally admit Dominic's good. And I know Dragon Lee's very good, but enough. Yeah, it's fun to boo Dominic. I did it too because you're supposed to, and it's fun that way. But uh, And I'm going to continue to boo him, but uh, I, 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 I think everyone uh, involved in this podcast at this point has had this. Uh, moment on this show yeah. where Dominic is just good now. Yeah, and I mean, it's there's no more. Can you believe he's good? It's like, yeah, actually, I can. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, he he's been training with the best in the world for yeah. multiple years now. Oh, and no punk with him are working together. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. So, but yeah, you're exactly right though. <laughs> He's yeah. a match with Cody, Seth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was he getting, getting carried at that point? Yeah. Yeah. We said that then. Yeah. <laughs> this is how development works. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, it also, he kind of comes from a guy who's uh, a second generation wrestler, right? Yeah. Rey Mysterio Jr. Uh, oh, it's his dad. So he literally shares DNA with like one of the greatest wrestling wrestlers ever. <laughs> 
So I know it doesn't always happen that way, and goddamn, it did not look like it was going to happen that way. Uh, uh, it has now. It, so, and there's only so much that it can transfer. I right. mean, you know, not to be the uh, statement of obvious guy here, but uh, let's just say that Dominic and Ray have much different body types. Well, yeah, well, well no, I was talking about Eddie Guerrero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is still, that is still amazing how tiny Ray is. And by tiny, I mean stature, because that dude's not small, you know? <laughs> nah, he's a beefcake. Yeah. So it's uh, it's always funny seeing that, like, those uh, introductory matches on Nitro, where he's, like, wearing that purple suit. He's tiny as shit. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. What? He, he, he's, like, 50 pounds lighter than he is now. 50? Jeez, I'd give him 100. <laughs> okay. I almost went there. Yeah. He, I mean, he was a child. He was 18, wasn't he? Something was something ridiculous like that. So, uh, yeah. He was, he was like 70 years old. I think he's like 43. I'm sure he's probably 50 by now, but they're close. But, yeah. Uh... And then you got Dragon Lee, Rey Mysterio's replacement, which uh, we can actually kind of say may actually come true. <laughs> uh, it seems like this one might stick. Uh, I was high on Santos Escobar being the next big Mexican wrestler for him, and he still can be, by the way. <laughs> but he can be the Eddie to Dragon Lee's Ray. I'll take that all day. Uh, yeah, I signed me up. Uh, I'm. I, I am not going to argue with that uh, outcome of things. Yeah, it's it's a wild time for that. And then just seeing the whole match was good. Yeah. That ending. Uh, huh? That ending just kind of came out of nowhere. Oh yeah that that was the one. I, I guess the problems that I had with this show were mostly the endings. Because, uh, yeah, agreed, where I was just like, I expected a little more build-up to the finish. Like, not a lot more, but I didn't quite expect the pin right then. Right. I don't think anybody did. Because, well, one, we've been so trained to expect the Judgment Day to interfere. Oh. That I was like, oh, okay, well, this isn't really going to be a going until they're there. And it's like, no, it, uh, yeah. there's no getting going. It's just uh, getting over. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it it was just over. Um, they, they didn't really address it on Raw. Uh, oh, it's, it sucks you lost the belt. We'll, we'll yeah, on that. mommy, like, mommy did uh, say that. So I mean, they covered it. Um, but last time, remember, she was all pissed. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gone, and you lose the title. And this time, she's like, that sucks, Dom. Dom, we'll figure it out. Like. Okay. Well, I think it's because she's uh, trying to keep the group together right now. Yeah. I think she's yeah. in a different position. Like, she was completely in power before. Now Damien Priest is kind of, you know, chipping away at her uh, power base, honestly. Uh, and I don't think, you know, it is kind of funny, though J.D. McDonough hasn't done anything himself. He has uh, made the group uh, more divisive amongst themselves. Okay. I know this isn't NXT. It's raw. But 
some of that stuff they were doing last night with like truth. And I almost think they pulled the trigger too fast with it, but Oh, yeah. Um It cracked me up that J D and Finn were acting like kids. You know? Oh. Like laughing at truth and he's like, Stop doing that. And Finn's like, Hey, like, get off me, man. And so I thought some of the interplay was pretty funny with that stuff, but yeah, I I I even said as soon as they turn on truth, people are really gonna hate the new day. <laughs> oh <laughs> my day. gosh! Cool, the circle is complete. Uh, we're really gonna hate the, the judgment. <laughs> How funny! <laughs> Actually, if the new day turned on our truth, I think that would actually make people boo. They're just guys that are never going to get booed anymore. And and Ron Truth, Ron Truth, oh my fucking god, oh my god, <laughs> my headset off and yelled at him. Our Truth, Ronald Truth, ha ha ha, um, is is just one of those guys. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he is uh, eternally cheered at this point um, in his career. Um, as as, you have as the he should be. Second loudest pop of the night, and the only reason it wasn't the top pop is because CM Punk came back. Uh, yeah, you're pretty beloved. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. When you're only losing to that CM Punk guy, uh, things yeah. are things are going right. Um, okay. Um, the guy doesn't even wrestle. Uh, it, it did make a, a little bit of sense to sidetrack into Judgment Day business, uh, kind of bouncing off of NXT. But uh, before we completely uh, lose the thread on NXT, uh, there is the uh, the main event to talk about. Because I think, uh, oh, I guess, uh, were you surprised? I, I forgot, it was a non-main uh, event uh, that at least needs some passing. Carmelo Hayes beats uh, Lexus King. Yeah, I surprised, not surprised. No, I wasn't surprised at all. You're not having you're not having him losing him. There's just no way. So But Lexus King, he's not one of those guys that needs to win. You know? No. Uh he's just there to be an antagonizer. So Yeah, if he just he continues to stir shit, he'll yeah. he'll have his matchups. Yeah, I mean that, that's really it. And I mean job done. <laughs> so, and the other thing is, listen, it's still Brian Pillman Jr. So, you got a, a whole, like, hold your horses, if you want, with him right now? Oh. Uh, I, I, I guess I will say that about the match. I, I think this was... I just paid no mind to him whatsoever when I did actually see him on AEW TV. Why would you? Uh, you know? it, it, at least this version of him, I'm like, okay, I'm interested. Like, you've you've got me in the door here now, and let's 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 see where this goes. Not uh, not promising right. anything right now, but it, you know, he's never going to be a he's top intriguing. flight star. You know, he's just not. Uh, I, yeah, I do not see him being in the uh, main event of WrestleMania. Right. But his dad wasn't either. 
it's like you can just have you can just be one of those guys. You can make a career lit to doing this stuff. You can make a good living doing this. So I know his brother. His brother. Listen, it's Tuesday. I forgot. I'm still coming. I'm still healing up from whatever this bullshit is. So his father. He got into main event settings eventually, but as an outlier. Because remember, his ankle was all messed up. Uh, well, ring, but it, it was against Gold Dust, and I think that by the time he had gotten to the close to the main event, I had tapped out of wrestling because it was not cool for me in high school to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know, I'll if admit that like th- that part of his career, I definitely did not. Uh, Did not see. I saw the early stuff because I don't even remember him. I don't think uh, him and Austin is a tag team. Oh, you never saw the Hollywood Blondes? I do not think I ever saw the Hollywood Blondes. I I, I could be mistaken and maybe I saw them on a card that, but I want to say they had a pretty hard out in like 92 or something in that area uh, where I just really just didn't watch anything. No pay-per-views, no, you know. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, after watching, like, pretty much everything for a solid f- four years before that. Um. Well, yeah, what? WrestleMania 2 was when I really got hooked in, so... However fucking long that's been. 86? So, 86 to 90... Two, I would say, was a lot of wrestling, and then ninety-two to uh, what ninety? When do we live together? Ninety-six. Yeah. So ninety-two to ninety-six are my gap years in the uh, in the old wrestling data bank here, and uh, that was a, a lot of uh, Brian Pillman, uh, OG. Uh, that was more of his uh, main event run. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even—I wouldn't even say main event. I well, the wrong one, but like you know, yeah. you know, like his uh, heyday. Yeah. I mean that stuff with him and Kevin Sullivan, the stuff that he was doing, like the off the off the rails, I guess, or whatever he was doing. You know, just yeah. amazing work. That's it. Just can't be replicated now. So uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's threatening anyone with a gun on TV these days, right? Oh, I was talking like the loose cannon stuff where he was calling Kevin Sullivan Booker Man and like walking out of the ring and be like, not today, Booker Man, and all this stuff. And it's like, what's going on? And then getting Eric Bischoff to release him so we can go to ECW so we can come back. It's like, okay. And then he just goes to WWE instead. Or F at the time. I mean, it's never going to see anything like it, but that's not what his kid needs to be. And uh, hopefully he's oh. got all of these people telling him that. Oh. Know? Yeah, just be you. Yeah. You have to be anything yeah. Other, well, anything and other I mean, that. I do think that that's the other reason why uh, maybe they have me in the door is that he's like, hey, acknowledging the past and the obvious. Let's get this out of the way here. I'm a different person. Like, and I mean, you know, it's baked into his character and why he's named the way he is. So, 
Um, I, I, I think it's good that they're, you know, pretty much d- in a lot of ways denying his heritage by acknowledging it. <laughs> well, yeah, so that match was fine. And then at yeah. the end, he just, uh, you know, does his little dig and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lexus King and Carmelo. So, well, yeah, and, and the main event, the main event I like quite a bit, just two guys beating on each other. And, you know, oh. boy, did Corbin not want to take those forearms, though. Did you see how he was taking those forearms at the end? Uh, no. He's, I... He lifted it right. So, really, everyone just kind of lays there, right? Yeah. Not Corbin. He's, like, he's raising up off the mat and then turning, like, turning sideways a little bit. He like, you are not hitting me as hard as you do everybody else. <laughs> You're not taking a chance. You messing my, my mug up. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah. Well, this is, uh, that's one of those to me, uh, hey, that is a real veteran moment there. Yeah. You know, Baron Corbin uh, helping to protect himself. Like, not that you shouldn't trust the other person, but there are ways to help uh, minimize risk even more. Yeah. And I think it's smart that he and Ilya went through that stuff. Um, I don't think Corbin looked any worse for it. And it made Dragunov look like a badass. I mean, beat him, beat him, beat him. They picked him up and started hugging him. I thought he was going to choke him out. I thought he was going to turn into a chokehold of some sort. And, uh, no. you know, he just gave him... I, the thing is, like, those forearms that he uses, I can't remember what the hell... The, the H-bomb. Bomb. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> the whole flying missile torp, that's not. Like, uh, oh. it's never really worked for me. So... <laughs> uh, not my favorite, but, uh, you know, I guess it's a in that whatever category for me. Yeah. So, but yeah, but, I mean... It's an Ilya Dragunov match where he can be physical with somebody because the guy he's being physical, the guy he's in the ring with, is a physical dude. You know. Oh. So. Yeah. You know they just, I think they just said uh like Baron Corbin, uh I don't know his real name, um but he just won like some jujitsu competition. Uh yes, I believe I follow his Instagram <laughs> too. Uh, just because, uh, I, again, it's always been one of those, I, I think it's been weird for me, this NXT run, I'm like, oh, it, like this might finally be the Baron Corbin that I see on Instagram all the time, where I'm like, oh, I get this dude, I like this dude, <laughs> you know, but uh I, I i think the whole i'm burning all my other gimmicks and this is me i'm a badass and fuck you all i don't care i have fuck you money like it's just like oh i, li- I like this guy <laughs> you know uh it's it, it, it's kind of hilarious uh because yeah. he has kind of gotten to that point where I felt like, yeah, there's definitely been a love, uh, or mostly hate, uh, and now, at least in this NXT run, for sure, just going, oh, yeah, like, Baron Corbin, I guess, hasn't had a truly horrific match in quite some time. His problem is not his talent in the ring whatsoever. It's not. 
his promos are okay. It's the presentation. We talked about it before. No. He's actually lost muscle mass. He just looks plain. A guy with tattoos that looks plain. Now, I, I don't know what you can do except, like, you know, start lifting heavy, but he doesn't appear to want that, you know? I, I don't know. Oh. Unless, unless they're telling him, like, this is the look we want you to go for, you know, that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has really uh, bulked down. Uh, yes. You know, but yeah, so it's it it, it has been kind of interesting to see that happen because I mean he's kind of been with that body type for a little while now, right? And like when he was the lone wolf or whatever, you know, Baron Corbin with hair, beard, and all that stuff. Well, yeah, it worked. Uh, well, and I I remember. <laughs> Uh, sometime recently, it was like, uh, "Hey, you went to an NXT event, uh, you know." Sometime recently, popped up on uh, my Google feed, and it was long enough ago that Corbin was at like that three hundred pounds when he looked like a goddamn gorilla in NXT, and I'm like, yes. "Holy smokes! I forgot how big he was when he started this whole thing." Yes, and he looked more impressive. <laughs> It's just there's there's no way around it. So like that's not it. It's the way he's presented. I I don't know what you can do other than tell him, hey, look at Randy Orton. Uh, uh -oh. don't do what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell us. You don't want to know what you're doing, so we don't have to do anything. Like you know. But no, it's. Oh man, you know I guess that's been kind of interesting. I feel like it's been a while since someone's been popped. Shit, no, they don't care. You know, I mean, especially now with all like the legal stuff you can do and whatever else. It's like, why would we bother? No. Uh -oh. Well, no, I mean, I guess. Well, Riddle didn't pop for anything. Well, yeah, yeah, he did. He got suspended for something. I don't remember what, but uh oh, it's also because he was so goddamn blatant about it. <laughs> That it had to happen. Uh, yeah, he uh, he did not help himself out in matters. No. So I mean, with that with like that out of the way, yeah, you're right. No one really has. So it just yeah. obviously makes me just think. I don't think they give a shit anymore. So, uh, yeah, and uh, again, I I guess I kind of appreciate that. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's, I've always, you know, I understand the whole point of, well, you know, you're being forced to do this to have a job. Well, you're not anymore. I think that's, I think that's painfully clear. Not painfully, but plainly clear that you don't have to be a giant muscle bound steroid out of your damn mind guy to get pushed and make money in WWE. Yeah. Oh. Look at Kofi Kingston. I'll just be honest right there. Like, look at Kofi. No. It's all attitude. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I was trying to think of some other people. But, like, you're not getting the juiced-up monsters that we used to get. You're getting guys who are, are big, athletic, whatever you want to call it. But you're not getting guys whose physiques are just out of this world. I mean... Uh, they're, they're a handful still, so... Because Drew McIntyre is still a guy who I'm like, holy smokes... Yeah, he's a he's a big man. 
<laughs> like, he's cause a he, big individual. Yeah, he's another one of those guys where it's just like, what, is he 6'8", 6'9"? You're like, huh? Like, because until he fought Brock Lesnar, I'm like, yeah, he's a big guy. And I'm like, hold on, he is towering over Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's, I'm like, holy God damn, this guy has gotten big. So, yeah, uh, to me, he's uh, he's in that category. Um, Finn Balor's in it for, for you know, the 92-pack that he has. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's a different kind of ripped, uh, honestly. That, that's otherworldly, like... <laughs> But Whatever. yeah, like the 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 vintage of those abs is just so great. It's like I'm like whatever, man. <laughs> like hey, if you if you're not gonna admit to that, oof, I feel bad for you, persons. Um, but yeah, uh, love to have those. No thanks. Yeah, I like food too much. I like beer too much. Uh. So, uh, what the, oh, yeah, Baron Corbin, main event, uh, NXT. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, just, it was just good. Yeah. Like, again, and it's a, it's an Ilya Dragunov match. Oh, they're all just like on the tangible Corbin. It's an Ilya Dragunov match with a guy that they can just beat on each other, and, you know. Yeah, he Corbin's is, he is very tough. good in those matches. <laughs> uh, yeah, and. He's a guy, and this happened with Carmelo as well. You don't wrestle your match with him. You wrestle his. So it's going to be physical. You're going to feel it afterwards. And that's it. Any, any uh, Anything else? All right, let's go beat each other. Like, we're not actually supposed to hit each other. That's no, all right. We'll be all right. Like, like we're young. We'll recover. I mean, can you imagine, like, so you never saw, like, Dragunov and, uh, well, Walter at the time. Uh, no, I didn't. I, mean, I, I never ended up watching either of the, uh, uh, in the UK, UK matches. Yeah. I saw, I, I saw the NXT version when they brought it here, but I believe that that was match number three, uh, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Um, no, they only wrestled twice. Oh, so the second one was here then? It was in, uh, in a, you know, main NXT then. Because I do remember seeing a match. I did not see the UK version for sure. Hmm. Damn, I have to go look. Yeah. But anyways. I'm pretty sure um, that's what the setup is there. So I know, like, Dragonoff's kind of small, right? Yep. Well, he's a guy that his intensity, the way he wrestles, covers up for his stature. Uh, it was never in doubt that he could actually go with him. So I'm not saying he's like he's ready to face Omos or anything, right? But it won't look yeah. awkward against like him and Sheamus. Or maybe him and Drew. You know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Again, Drew, Drew might is in that other almost otherworldly category where it's just like, huh? Yeah. But, but I, yeah. But I've been reading stuff like, well, you know, dragging off, blah, blah, blah. He's not going to make it. He's too small for this stuff. And it's like, it's one. It's not Vince, so Vince isn't going to have him out. Go out and go. Oh, small guy, big guys, big guy just beats on him. And that's the end. Like, no, that it's not going to happen anymore. So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the main concern at this point is definitely uh, out of the picture. Like, I, th- right. I, I definitely think that it at this point has shown in the product that uh, things definitely aren't being run the same way uh, in creative anymore. Right. Well, yeah. So Dragonoff's going to make it, and though he fought a big dude who's apparently you know pretty well respected. Yeah. Oh. Look what they. He had nothing going on, so I was going to NXT. He's been down there a focal point without overstaying his welcome, which, you know, is always, you know, a possibility. So, yeah, you know. It's, it's been interesting well, how well it's worked. Yeah, and it, but it bodes well for hopefully the longevity of uh, Dragunov making it, if, if they finally call him up, you know, no. We'll have like another, hopefully, potential guy. But I'm probably just reading too much into it. But. Uh, I mean, I've got to imagine that he's going to be. Uh, he he feels like he's in the. It's going to happen sooner rather than later category. Yeah, I can see that. To be honest, yeah. You know. Uh, it's. I think it's always good to get these types of wins over the veteran guy. If you're gonna drop the NXT title, it's uh, uh, should always be to, you know, some you know the next up and comer, whomever that might be. Yeah, not Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Definitely not Dolph Ziggler. What a stupid ass decision that was. But anyways, not yeah. against Dolph. It was just stupid. Undermine someone's momentum that badly, mm. Jesus. Anyways, but yeah, but deadline enjoyable show, man. Uh, yes, that one will be like, oh, do you remember? The-? No, not really. But yeah, it's gonna be one of those like this was good. So yeah, we we have talked about it for uh, a long time. So um, uh, yeah, definitely two thumbs up. But uh, like you said, like I'm I'm not going to say that there is some memorable point where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm never going to forget that. Yeah, that's it's fair. It's a fair assessment. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, I guess uh, just skip ahead to, we may as well skip to Raw at this point? Yeah, I mean, Raw was fine. Uh, they wrote Sami Zayn off for a while. Rumor uh, is he, he just asked for some time off. Like, alright, cool. Good way to do it. Get yeah. him fresh for Rumble. Uh, yeah. Hey, why not? I think that he uh, he he deserves a little time off. He is yeah. uh, a little bit uh, one of those uh, a little bit older gentlemen. Maybe he he just feels like, hey, the body is uh, wanting some time off here. Yeah, I mean, they said he had a torn meniscus. Who knows if that's real or not? But it's like he's been such a focal point. Then yeah, just uh. It's okay, like, you're not even cooling them down. It's like, all right, oh. time to just give them a break. And I think that's smart. Well, and I think that's one of those probably subtle changes that you don't think about being a, that this is what we worried about under Vince situation. Where I think that there were those people like Brock Lesnar who you knew could just request time off and he would get it. Yeah. You know, but there was still a lot of talent who were hesitant about asking for that time off. 
I think that uh, there's a little more openness <laughs> to that policy these days. <clears throat> so, yeah, I feel like the, uh, back then might have been more concerned. Now, you know, yeah, it makes sense. He's been wrestling a long time. Uh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely has. Uh, you know, a couple of month vacation, uh, come back for the rumble or, you know, Hey, even if he knows he's not going to be, I mean, I don't think he's going to get any further up than being in the main event in a tag team match of, you know, winning at night one of WrestleMania. So, you know, I don't know how major of an angle he's going to be in moving into the this year's WrestleMania one way or the other, you know, whether he stays or whether he takes some, some time off. Yeah, I can see, I mean, it all depends on what Drew does, but I can definitely see like, uh, him coming back to, you know, avenge himself. I mean, Drew, Drew's the one that put him on the shelf, you know? Uh, Oh yeah, that would be a a good story to uh, tell. Uh, Upon him coming back. Yeah, I was listening to Observer Radio, and they were talking about Punk and Seth, which obviously we're going to have to talk about. <laughs> and yep. they, I think it was Dave pointed out, or was it Brian, one of the two, doesn't matter, um, <laughs> that everybody has some sort of story that's going on right now. And now, like, I'm completing my story, sort of story. Hey, okay, this guy's connected to this guy, this guy's connected to this guy. This girl's kind of over here. And it's like everyone seemingly has something going on, which we haven't had that in a long time. Uh oh. I mean, you've got Drew pissed off about CM Punk. Seth, very clearly, not happy, right? Well, and Punk Drew's also- still a little pissed about um, uh, Jey Uso. Uh, yeah. And that, you know, that kind of got taken care of a little bit. Yeah. But you can have Jay come back. I actually wouldn't mind, I just thought of this, Sheamus and Drew teaming back up and going against uh, Sammy and uh, uh, Jay at WrestleMania. Uh, oh. Yeah. I, Sheamus ain't got nothing going on. You, you, you could talk me into that match very yeah, easily. I guess he's getting ready to come back. So, yeah. I mean, why not? But, uh... Yeah. Sorry, let's start talking. So everyone's kind of connected now in some way. So it's like, all right, this is interesting. Um, It hasn't happened in a while, but yeah. So, I think there's just a lot of ways they can go about stuff now that we're not used to. We got so run down with, like, all right, this month, this guy's going to fight. Why? Because they're going to fight. Oh. And now it's like, oh, no, we're going to fight because what you did. Like, I haven't forgot about this. So, yeah. Yeah. But. Crazy. Building storylines helps your product. Yeah. Writing. Wow. Utilizing your 98 writers. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, even like Judgment Day's kind of got their own little thing going inside of it. You know, oh. Damien all of a sudden just attacking Priest. 
Oh, that um, that oh, that, too, right? that that is a gem right there. That that's actually a really good one. So I said it. I go, uh, and then immediately the other side of me goes, "No, that's a good mistake, man." <laughs> it's like the Steelers pun into the Steelers. Like, I'm sorry, what? So oh, attack our truth. And he's like, everyone likes everyone likes you, JD McDonald's like, No, I don't. <laughs> so he's like everyone just has something going on. It's just nice. I'm just repeating myself over and over. So yeah. well, we gotta get to Seth and Punk before we get out of here. Uh I mean, that was uh one would argue the biggest part of Raw this week. Yeah, I mean, because the main event was a dud. Just ended in a disqualification like that, and then Shinsuke doing the same thing he did at uh, Fastlane. Not Fastlane. What's the one we went to? Uh, yeah, Fastlane. Payback. Oh, oh Payback. Okay. Yeah, Payback. You're right. Okay. Fastlane was and, in Indianapolis. Yeah, at Payback. He, you know, does his shit. Yep. Loses, and then beats him up after. And it's like, so? I mean, we've seen this before. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's something to keep Cody occupied during this time period. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I just, I don't know. It's You hyped it for two weeks, and then, like, that's it? Yeah. So that that was the part that kind of stunk about it. Um, the match up until then was good, but... Oh. The, but the big story was, you know, Friday... On SmackDown, Punk finally getting to talk. You know, I'm in the 9 o'clock hour. So I can't cut my time. Um, which I thought was funny. Uh, well, the the one thing that... Oh, boy, was that a whiff of Rooney. Uh, the AEW joke was a big whiff of Rooney. <laughs> it worked for the people who knew what he was talking about. <laughs> That was not the people in the crowd. So, <laughs> I was trying to figure out, did he realize, uh-oh, that didn't work? When he did, like, the pull of the neck? Or was it, well, I said it. Like, <laughs> like a wink for the people at home. Uh, yeah, the 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 timing, uh, it, it's hard to say. Uh, you, yeah. Both emotions, I feel like, could be uh, read into the, the that same way. The thing is, that line was really good. I know it didn't go over with that crowd because they have no idea what he's talking about because they don't watch AEW. So, or or dirt sheets or newsletters or whatever you want to call them, what we do. That line was really good. It's like, who wants to work with a guy who goes around punching people backstage? It's 2023. That's insane. Because we kept hearing about how there's an NDA. No one could talk about stuff, right? Can't talk about stuff. Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. And yeah, there's Punk. Just talk about it. And he just, like, getting away with it, too. So, you know. That's why, uh, that's why I appreciated it. Yeah. And, yeah, it it just didn't go over. If it was, like, in the Chicago crowd, oh, my God. People would go out of their goddamn mind. Yes. 
Yeah. Venue, venue, venue definitely has something to it. Though uh, CM Punk is very popular uh, still uh, with with the crowd. Uh, They, uh, yeah, did did not realize that he had time in AEW. Nor do they realize they he punched someone in the face backstage. Yeah. yeah, they don't know he got fired for being abusive backstage, you know, or being a dickhead or whatever, whatever we want to call it, right? So, uh... but I liked it. Uh, I liked he brought up Seth without mentioning him. Monday he comes out and I'm like, all right, this is all lovey dovey. Who's going to interrupt him? I did not expect it to be Seth. I didn't expect it to be Seth. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of felt like that was coming just because. Yeah, it feels like the WrestleMania matchup. You know, like that to me has uh, WrestleMania uh, night one written all over it. Like, you know, like as far as long term stories go like it i you could do it for the rumble i guess i'd be kind of surprised if that's a rumble match like that it happens that soon yeah but it, like he said i'm gonna get the Royal rumble cool i all right so i liked that punk said after the promo like everything seth said i liked the fact he didn't like yell in his face so i kind of jumped out or jumped around but I like the fact Seth said what he did and then didn't no. yell, I hate you. He just goes, I want you to listen to me very closely. Listen, you know, I hate you. Because <laughs> that seems more real. You know, I'm sure these two talked about it. Like, they're professionals, right? Uh, yeah. But it's like, instead of him going, I hate you, like that, like, ugh. Yeah, putting extra bass into it for no good reason. Yeah. Just like dragging it out like McMahon saying you're fired, right? <laughs> so I uh But after that, I remember Punk always talking about how he always hated sitting there having to listen to guys while he's just standing there like a moron. Because <laughs> it's not natural. So I liked after he goes, he goes, Well, I, uh, as a courtesy, this is your one time to sit there and uh, get the dis- disrespect me in my face without me saying something. <laughs> and I was like, nice. <laughs> Handle it. Like, it's it's so stupid. You're not going to sit there and let someone just browbeat you like that. You're going to interrupt them. Oh, right. So, um, I just liked the segment a lot. There's no fight. Like, they didn't fight. Punk said, he, all right, Punk did do the I'm declaring for the Royal Rumble, which is hilarious. Like, why why wouldn't everyone just yell him in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, but no. And then they never said they were going to fight. Seth even said, if you so happen to like, we, uh, get in a match with me. Oh, they never promised it by the two of them jawing at each other. They give you a, a, a you know, the tease or the glimpse of it. So I don't think it has to happen at the Royal Rumble. Uh, I don't think it will. Yeah, I I had kind of forgot about that aspect, but I do think that that's uh, I remember having that vibe 
during that promo for that exact reason. It's just like, yeah, this is exactly, you know, like they didn't make it sound like it was an immediate thing. Right. And then at the same time, they added animosity between Cody and CM Punk. Because they both need to win to get what they want. So I thought... Uh Oh. I mean, the Royal Rumble, I mean. So it's like, okay, well... Yeah, we have our two front runners for the Royal Rumble already. Yeah. Like, okay, so who do you go? And then, you know, I'm sure they're going to start bringing... Oh, they already are, actually, bringing up how long Gunther lasted last year. Uh Oh, and rightfully so. (laughs) Yeah, and like, and the guy still hasn't lost. So, but I did notice something last night on Raw. So, they seemingly just dropped the Gable-Gunther uh, issue. You know, Gunther beat him. On to something else. Gable's doing some goofy shit. Isn't he on NXT tonight, right? I believe they're okay. supposed to be back in NXT again tonight. But, as we know from Triple H's booking, he loves him from Chad Gable. Oh, Yes. So it's always lose, lose, redemption, and wins. They said something last night with, like, oh, with Kofi, the Jamaican me crazy thing. Oh, my God. Which was pretty awesome. (laughs) Anyways, I want to talk to you about setting up contender for Gunther. And they were all like, all right. Chad Gable was one of them. It just (laughs) seems like that's who should beat him. Uh, yeah. I mean, who else? Uh, Miz? You're your mind. <laughs> yeah, the 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 Miz is kind of in that terrible spot where it's just like, dude, you have literally done everything in your career. Like, you do not need this. No. And I know they want to set him up for like his record setting, whatever intercontinental thing. Not at the expense of beating Gunther. Absolutely not. And I hope. They're all smart enough to realize that too. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I am not expecting uh, it to be uh, anything different there. Like, yeah, yeah, the, WrestleMania the, seems. Okay. The Miz is uh, gonna lose this matchup, and that's. Uh, I would think so. You know, but yeah. it's like WrestleMania. The matches seem kind of set, right? The main events. Uh, yeah. Punkins, Seth, and then Roman, Cody, too. Yeah. And then uh, women's, Rhea Ripley and Becky. Wait, I get that right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. Yes. You, you, you did get that one right. Um, possibly Io Shirai. Didn't last long. Io Sky and Bailey. That's where I think that's going. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the only cloudy one to me. I feel like there are a lot of options for them to uh, go for. Yeah, because, I mean, Bianca is in a weird spot. But it's like the story of damage control. You know Becky's... You know Bailey's getting her ass kicked out eventually. She knows it. They know it. The crowd knows it. Uh, yeah, Chris talked about it last week where it, Bailey needs time to be redeemable at this point. 
She yeah. is. She has been a heel for. I want to say because I, I remember looking at it last week. It's been like three solid years that she's been a heel. So, yeah, she needs some type of arc to make her feel, um, you know, believable <laughs> is a, uh, is a baby face. Yeah. She oh, needs no. the sympathy. Yeah. So it, it's like, all right. But yeah. it's like the men and women seem set to me. I, I really think that's what's going to, what it's going to be. And. Then you got your undercard stuff, which I, I'm gonna guess Logan Paul and Ricochet, because poor Ricochet kind of got the cheap end of that, loses his match and that's it. Like Ray Santos, if Ray can come back by then. Uh, oh, yep. You know, the stuff. Like, I know I'm coming off on a totally different tangent, but like, but Raw has kind of set stuff up, and we'd be remiss to not mention. Two big dudes throwing themselves all over, and a and a match ending logically. If even if it was kind of flat, two dudes like that doing a superplex off no. the top rope—that should be the end. <laughs> Always. I mean, I know he should have done like a Canadian destroyer off the top rope through the table first, then did the superplex. But you know. Like he hit the superplex. I'm like, there's no way he's kicking out. And he didn't. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that Bronson Reed and uh, Ivar match was, uh, again, a lot of fun. Uh, I have enjoyed their matches. Yeah. And uh, like you said, it, it that should be a finisher. Like, that's a, a car accident that just happened there. Uh, and it's, you know, it kind of falls into that. They're heavyweights. It should not be a long match. Right. No. That's like people complain about Brock Lesnar matches. No. Keep going. Like, yeah, that's he, it. He does not need to have a 15-minute classic. No. And then he gets in, like, some other long ones, but whatever. But. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. been in plenty of long matches. Yeah. But, oh, you like, know. I forgot. <laughs> he does not need to be in them consistently. I forgot, as we mentioned Punk on here, he actually did show up on Deadline. And it didn't seem like they had anything planned. And I guess they didn't. They just went out there and winged it. You know, that was the only thing. It was so funny because I was uh, soaking in the uh, Columbus Crew uh, win in the MLS Cup Championship. Um, I, I turned on deadline after that segment and they have not taken the time to go back and watch it. Ah. Um, so yeah, cause I was wondering, I, we popped it on in like eight Oh seven and I'm sitting there. I'm like, huh, why are they doing the opening video package? And I'm like, they're just announcing the first the first matchup here, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like I knew that something, something didn't seem like, I'm like, did I rewind this? Like, what the fuck did I do something wrong on the DVR, you know, on the TV here? And I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. I didn't do anything. I'm live. And I'm like, Oh, 
And uh, yeah, when, when when I saw the CM Punk stuff, I'm like, oh, this is this, this is what I missed, huh? <laughs> yeah, and it was just fun. Like he goes out, he's wearing he's wearing uh, Red Heart gear. Michael's no. like, hey, thanks for wearing thanks for wearing uh, my merchandise. <laughs> and I was like, what are they doing? And then Punk starts talking, and they just cut him off. Like, you drunks have had enough. Bar's closed. Get out. And then, like, uh, Punk just starts laughing. Michaels is like, yep, yep, we messed up. And then they, like, Michaels hugs him, and you can clearly see him talking to him. And you can see Punk actually, like, you can see that expression change. Like, oh, well, thank you. Like, you know? So... You know, the NXT shows, Shawn Michaels comes out first. And I don't know if it's always been on the air or not, but when he came out, I was like, oh, they're putting this, these segments on air now. That's nice. Uh, oh. But, yeah. So, you know, it was, it was just fun. So. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to start getting prickly pear CM Punk now. So. <laughs> which is fine. The uh, the victory lap tour is over, so now it's time to start wrestling. Oh. Be a wrestler again. So. Uh, yep, that's uh, that's the situation uh, he finds himself in. Yep. Okie doke. Well, uh, we ready to uh, punch out? Uh, not, not nothing else. I I did a quick scan there. I mean, I saw one thing. Not sure that it needs to be talked about. Really. What's the one thing? I'm just curious. Uh, Maxine Dupree. That that no. match with Rhea did uh, should never happen. Did not go well. No, it shouldn't happen. So that's why. That's easy. Uh, yep. 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 So. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I, I I would imagine, or uh, maybe you are drinking an adult <laughs> beverage over there. So. <laughs> no. One. No. Uh, two, yeah, the only thing I'm eating right now is a Z-Pack, a steroid, and then a whole bunch of water. So, and not even the good steroids either. Just makes me feel bloated. I hate these things. I don't understand 80s wrestlers. I guess that's what the cocaine was for. <laughs> like, because you're walking around like, like a Stretch Armstrong toy, and then you just do cocaine instead, like, to try and lose some of the... The water weight? I don't know. This sucks. <laughs> so no, I'd water. Uh, bell time beer uh, on this end. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the head brewer at uh, Sideswipe Brewing decided that uh, his time amongst the uh, the brewers in Columbus was uh, up. And uh, decided to sell to uh, someone who is a uh, home brewer himself, and I have not. Had a chance to try their beers yet. So, uh, but Thunderwing, I will be there eventually. Uh, but Sideswipe Brewing, I had picked up some beers. Uh, I think this one might have even been last year for a uh, beer advent calendar that I uh, helped create. Uh, and this was, uh, this one's called uh, Breweries Near Me, which was just, uh, I believe, uh, yeah, a crisp IPA, 6.6%. Uh, ABV, so uh, not a heavy one. Citra, Mosaic, and Amarillo hops. So uh, it has a uh, nice kind of uh, you know round flavor to it. 
And it does have a little uh, of that IPA uh, uh, bitterness that uh, one might be looking for in a uh, regular IPA. So uh, not around, so uh, not really one that you can pick up. So, uh, yeah, if you want that, you need to come to my house. Uh, so that is... <laughs> Uh, not really an option for most of you. So uh, this is at, at Tefrango 11. Uh, go find some local brewery and drink their beer. Uh, it's probably good. Um, so uh, that that is my Belltime beer suggestion for the week. Uh, he is at Granny Maze. Uh, the brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of locations, though, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon. Have a good night, grandkids. Later, gang.